Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will begin a new message which is titled, Love Will Keep Us Together. This message will return us to our Bear Fruit series and talk through the importance of love to the believer. The text for this message is just two short but very powerful verses. They can be found in Romans chapter 12, verses 9 and 10. If you have your Bibles, please turn there right now and we'll join in with Pastor Chuck. So here we go. We're going to talk about something. We've been looking at a renewed mind. We're sitting in this sub-series of our overall series this year, Bearing Fruit and Keeping with Repentance. Bearing fruit has been our focus this year. Is our life producing what the Spirit says should be produced? Do we walk what we talk? Do we see what we can see? So we've been looking at this. So we learned that renewed means to be made like new. So we've been striving for this. We've been looking at this. And so as we've been going along this journey, the question becomes, have we really had an encounter with the Holy Spirit by which we have become transformed by the renewing of our minds? Are our desires more and more in line with his will or ours? So that's what we've been journeying through because we are striving to be his servants, his disciples, his instruments in his redeeming hands. And so today we're going to continue to look at the importance of bearing fruit and keeping with a renewed mind, its implications and its impact. So I want us to continue to focus on this. Why? Here's, here's what St. Augustine said about this. It's very important. He says, watch this. A Christian is, listen, this is what a Christian is. A mind through which Christ thinks, a heart through which Christ loves, a voice through which Christ speaks, and a hand through which Christ helps. If we're being living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our true and proper worship, then we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds because this, my brothers and sisters, is who we are. We're supposed to be one by which Christ can think through, a heart through which he can love, a voice through which Christ can speak, and a hand through which Christ can help. And today I want us to focus on the second part, a heart through which Christ loves. So here's your cornerstone thought for today. Here's your cornerstone thought. This is what we're going to continue to build off of with this. The grace of God needed to be a living sacrifice for him is the same grace needed to be a loving servant for him. The same grace that the Lord provides online family for us to be a living sacrifice for him is the same grace that we need to be a loving servant for him. So here we are, Romans chapter 12, pick me up in verse 9. Reading from the English Standard Version. I want you to pay attention to the verbs that are listed here. It's a series of exhortations or imperatives that are written here in the scriptures. He says this, verse 9, he says, let love be genuine. Some translations say, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, detest what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Verse 10, mother says this, love one another with brotherly affection, 
outdo one another in showing honor. Question for you. Did you know that it has been estimated, has been estimated, that there have been made in human history that we know about, that we can, that we can almost as best we can estimate there have been over a hundred million songs written about love. Won't you let that sink in for a minute? It's been estimated as far as we can calculate. There have been over 100 million songs written about love. There's, there, and it's, it's, it's an extreme uh, 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 spectrum of it. It's a wide variety, diversity. You got songs about new love. You got songs about old love. You got songs about young love. You got songs about old love. You got songs about my love, your love, real love, fake love, sad love, happy love, stealing love, glad you gone love. Anybody ever been there? Oh, don't do it. Now I got a church now. Here we go. Now I got a church. Oh, there's plenty of songs that we gravitate. I'm so glad you out of my life. <laughs> I don't even know how I made that decision. Oh, I got a church now. I knew I was going to get a church. Yeah, I knew it. Aren't you glad that devil is out of your life now? Oh, the tangle web we weaved in that season. But I'm glad the Lord came and cut me out that web. Amen, somebody. Songs that talk about heartache and heartbreak, which actually, watch this, that is, the, that is the category where most of the love songs are written. The category that, that typically most of these love songs have been written about, the subject matter is heartache or heartbreak. Anybody ever been there? Oh, you'd have had this thing tore up to pieces. And you never thought with the old song, I never thought, it was a uh, uh, Dionne Warwick, I never thought I would love this way again. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Listen, we got love songs that have the ability to cross over age, gender, ethnic, and cultural lines that have lasted for many, many years. Watch this. Songs like Whitney Houston's, I Will Always Love You. Oh, everybody know that when you start singing, it's starting to come to your head right now. What about this? Shania Twain, Still the One. Oh, let me bring Shania in the house right now. Everybody love that one. Still the one. Watch this. Watch this. Oh, let me go a little old school. Where Mr. Halley? Where, where Mr. Halley? How about foreigners? Watch this. I want to know what love is. Oh, let me bring the 80s folk back in here. I want to I wanna know what love is. Let me bring some of these new school folk back in the 90s. Says, How about Heavy D? Somebody for me. I want somebody to love me for me. How about Lionel Richie and Diana Ross, Endless Love? Oh, I know you're feeling it right now. How about Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You? Oh, I'm telling you, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Love, love. And I would be remiss, because I know how the people get. So I want to make sure I cover everybody. I know how the people get right now. So I need you to stay with me right here, Jamesa. I need you to stay because you know I can't, I can't leave out Beyonce on this and talk about being crazy in love 
because I know all of us at some point in time been a little crazy in love. You got to cover everybody. Once you bring Beyonce in, you cover, you cover everybody into the game now. So we talking about being crazy in love. Where am I going with all this? Watch this. Love is still and forever will be the most sought out and needed commodity in the life of mankind. We're all searching for it. We're all seeking for it. Some of us, if we'll be honest, we've never known it. And our souls are craving, not for a new house, not for a new car, not for finances, not for education, all those things are right. What you're really searching for, God, does anybody, can anybody, will anybody love me? You know, one of the biggest battles that we have in the church, typically, now I'm gonna bring in my research. This is from, this is from the, uh, uh, the Chuck Reed Research Lab, right? So here we go, right? So one of the biggest research, right, is, is to get people to understand the love of God versus the love that man is trying to offer them. Everybody wanna boo or bang. And it's hard to get people to be disciples because everybody want to boo obey. And you feel like if I get a boo obey, every little thing as Bob Marley said is going to be all right. Where are my married folk in the house? There it is. How about what was life like after you got bay when the honeymoon period was over? Talk to the singles right now. Talk to them. Talk to them. And they realize your freedom and your singleness was a gift from God, and I should be thanking him every moment. Can we have real conversation in the church? Do we got to be stiff today? Hey, that's my line, sis. They don't understand. Oh, I just want to be back. You don't understand. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Let me, let me flip that. You don't understand. Some of us understand this to the point where we could no longer stay together. We had to go our separate ways. Love. It's the greatest force in the entire universe. Love. It comes from the greatest source in the entire universe. It's the greatest force that comes from the greatest source, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I want to draw us into, maybe for some of us, the beginning of a foundation to understand what real love is. I'm going to be honest, I was never taught this. Just like, just like nobody had nobody really pull me to the side and tell me about sex education and all that type of stuff, I just went and tried to figure it out for myself based off other stuff. It's one of those taboo topics. We don't really want to talk about it. And so we have more people assuming what love is than actually being taught what love is. And so now we do the lyrics of the song, we begin to look for love in all the wrong places. 
do I have somebody that can attest to the fact that maybe I don't know love like I thought I loved love? Love has been more assumed than it's actually been defined. So, you know, I, I, you know I, 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 I'm going to put my stuff out here. Can't put none other church folks stuff out there because that caused real problems. And then we don't love one another, you know, so I'll embarrass myself on behalf of the people. Is that all right? Here we go. Watch this. So, um, so my mother and I had a falling out when I was young. And so because of that, the enemy saw fit to come in and to place on me the garment of abandonment and rejection. Now, looking back on it as an adult, my mother was looking for love. So much so that I perceived that she didn't love me because I always saw her intentionality to love a man. And as I look back more on it, I saw all she wanted to do was be loved. And I felt like a lot of her decisions was cutting me out the picture. So I begin to say to myself, you're not loved. You have no value. And so what ends up coming happening? False doctrine, false teaching comes in. And then the, the respect and admiration that I had for my older male cousins and seeing what they do, they told me, hey, the way to be accepted, to be loved by us, well, you got to be a man. Well, how do you be a man? You got to start having sex. I'm 10 years old. I was literally told I'm either gay or I'm a punk if I don't have anything and excuse the young ears. That became my definition of a man, and that's where I thought that's where I'd be accepted, and that's where I would find love. So for years, and still to this day, Britt, I struggle with abandonment and rejection. Anybody been there? Love, the strongest force in the universe, offered up and gifted to us by the greatest source in the universe, Christ our Lord. I didn't know love until Jesus saved my hind parts. Watch this. And I'm still coming into the knowledge of love. It's a consistent, I'm always going to be a student in that classroom. I will never graduate until he comes back. So now I can bring in the commission, Miss Deanne. It's not an ordinary love that I'm connected to. So my brothers and my sister today, I hope to serve you to, if nothing else, point you to the starting point for your understanding. I'm not standing before you saying that I'm the subject matter expert. I get it wrong more times than I get it right. 
I'm going to say that to each side of the room. I get it wrong more times than I get it right. I get it wrong more times than I get it right. Online family, I get it wrong more times than I get it right. To the left of me, I get it wrong more times than I get it right. But thank God for Jesus Christ. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck continues his message entitled, Love Will Keep Us Together. 